Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, my name is Baco and I am probably the best smelling man you've never met. And you're listening to The Hook Rocks with Jay Scott. Good evening, everybody. Once again, you're back listening to The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. I'm Jay Scott. I'm your host for the next hour. Hope you're staying safe and staying healthy. It is a crazy time out there, but hopefully this ends soon or we get a little bit of improvement, either with the weather or with the pandemic. Nonetheless, we continue to be an escape for you by talking music, interviewing great guests like we have today. One of my all-time favorite guitar players, we'd like to welcome in Mr. Michael Schenker. How are you doing today, Michael? Thank you. Like I said, considering the circumstances with the virus, and I know about your weather problem, um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I guess we're all kind of doing okay. You know what I mean? I guess I guess that's the best we can do right now is okay. Whoops. Yep. I'd like to thank you for being a guest on the show. Like we always do every time we have a first-time guest on the Hook Rocks, we always ask the same first question, and that is the essence of the podcast. Just like every rock song has a hook that sucks you in, every rock fan has a moment, whether it's a song, an album, a band, or performance that hooked them on rock and roll. What was it for you? Well, (laughs) you know, I'm an artist. I'm a kid in the sandbox. Um, play and dis- play and discover. Um, ever since I was nine years old, um, you know, and and uh, developing into creating, you know, putting three notes together, creating goose pimples. Um, I was fascinated with a with a single string. Uh, you know, I don't compete, I don't compare, I don't um, look for fame, success or anything. Everything that has happened to me 
uh, is all based on circumstances. And basically, it's all to do with, um, at some point, um, wanting to be Michael Schenker. You know, like, of course, I had idols uh, like Jeff Beck, but I, I discovered very early in life, why should I do what Jeff Beck is doing? Or what should I do? What should, why should I do what, what others are doing? And uh, so I discovered um, my inner self, uh, infinite spring of creativity. And, and, and that's where I have been all my life. And, uh, and that's how I create my music. You know, when you think back to that time, was there a guitar player that attracted you to the instrument? Jeff Beck, um, uh, Leslie West, uh, Rory Gallagher, all, all the 60s guitarists, you know. I mean, I was only, um, I mean, I was so young. Uh, I was a Zeppelin fan, Black Sabbath fan, and the Purple fan, and so on. But, you know, uh, I started when I was nine years old. Uh, played the hit parade, uh, copied and, uh, um, um, you know, teaching my brother, Rudolf. And, uh, I just basically just, that's my life. You have a very unique style and a very unique tone. You can, you can tell it's you by the first or second note almost instantaneously whenever I hear a song. When you were developing your style and you were chasing tone, you were chasing a, a unique style, like you said, you wanted to be Michael Shanker. You didn't want to be anybody else. What was it that you went after first? You know, was it, you know, was it colors and tones? Was it just the style? What did you, if you can remember, what was it first that you really started doing on guitar? The fascinating I was absolutely fascinated when I discovered hitting the first string, the second, the second string, uh, the second note, the third note, and and uh, created something that inspired me. And uh, and like I said before, it, it, it was coming from within. It, it was just like like you know a kid in the sandbox. Uh, play and discover, um, having fun, and 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 that's what I did. Uh, everything all goes together. Um, as I was doing that, I developed more and more, or discovered more and more what I wanted. Uh, you know how. How, how I saw how, you know, I should be doing things or how I could create something that is uh, unusual, um, um, you know, rather than, than chasing a trend. Um, I, I just wanted to, to um, you know, self-express, you know. I, I call it pure self-expression. And when Kirk Hammett, you know, said to me that Michael, I, I, when I listened to Lonesome Crow, Scotland's album, I, I never heard anything like that before, what you did on a guitar. And I explained to him why. And, uh, and, and, and Dave Mustang said the same thing. And, 
and uh, other people. And, and so, you know, it, it's just simply being yourself, um, being myself created everything. You know, when you're chasing inspiration and you're trying to find something that, you know, that comes out in your fingers on the guitar and it comes from within, what is that process like? Is it just you hearing something in your head and trying to get it out the way you hear it? Is it you just jamming and finding inspiration through just just playing? How do you find that? I'm not... It's... I'm just having fun, and and I live in the now, and and uh, you know as I hear, you know as 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 I wake up the next day, you know as a, as a, as a teenager, I mean, you wake up the next day <laughs> and you have so much fun continuing because you're so excited about. The fascination of, of 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 what you can do with the guitar, that that it, it all just happens, develops over the years, all the way up to today. You've been playing for a long time, and your playing is constantly evolving. Right, you're not the same player you were back when you were in Scorpions and when you were in UFO. You have expanded you have developed you have evolved when you're having fun and you're playing is it important for you to hear different tones and different things or is it just you want to you want to find it without that you want to find the the inspiration without maybe the influence maybe you're influencing yourself does that make sense i i i just i just i just listen to myself you know like i i just i just how can I say it? I I just be myself, and uh, you know, look. I I just be myself, and while I'm being myself, it, it all flows. It all comes out step by step. I mean, nothing overnight. Like you said, you know, Lonesome Crow, uh, UFO. It's all development. It's a journey through life, you know, as, as you continue to do the same thing you, I did in the, in, the, in the beginning. Well, I also imagine, too, as you experience life as well, that, that in itself changes your plane, right? The more you experience, the more you find in your everyday life, the creativity or, or the sounds or the, or the uniqueness of your plane evolves over time. Is that true? I, I go to the inner spring of infinite creativity. <clears throat> and that's where I am at home. You know, pure self-expression. It, it, it all that matters to me. How was your creativity during these times? I know I've talked to a lot of different artists and, you know, some have been fine. Some have been able to create even though they're not living the life like they normally would, others have found difficulty in finding that creative well to tap into. What's been your experience? Ah, I mean, I live in the now, you know. I, I, I just deal with what's in front of me. 
and if if hurdles come up, I I have to deal with it. And you know, the virus was a, a, a quite a big problem. Uh, I mean, still is. Um, it actually was a big problem because it 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 closed all the borders. I couldn't even make it to my recording studio until I found another way how to get there. And uh, and that's exactly what I do. It's it's just like you have to find another door. Um, you know, when 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 external problems show up, you know. Internally, um, it's uh, it, it's an it's an infinite spring of creativity. So I just I just do what I feel I want to do, and uh, and I love teaching myself. By the way, anyway, I have so much fun doing that. That's why I say I'm a kid in the sandbox, play and discover, and. Uh, but external problems, um, you know, you, you have to, the external world, it's unpredictable. You know, you never know what's around the corner in life. And uh, living in the now is it, the best way to, you know, to, 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 to move forward. And if there's a block, you have to figure out how to get around the block, and uh, and so I made it to Germany eventually, and uh, put down my musical compositions and and started recording. It sounds like you have a very spiritual process with finding it within yourself, having it come from within, and having what you hear in your head come out when you're playing. Is that is that a correct analysis? Well, it's not in my head. That's the problem. It's not in my head. It is in my spirit, you know, and, and that's the difference. Uh, um, if you're a technical player and things are in your head, it might turn out differently. But if you go deeper and you find yourself or the you know, the essence of creation. Um, like a tropical island, every fish has a different pattern or every dock or in nature in general. I mean, there are things that have still been not been discovered. I mean, that's an external, but there's also the internal life <clears throat> that is, uh, in a way, combined um, with the external. And, uh, but, but I... I go more. I start from the from the inside, and when I have my musicians, uh, my 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 uh, musical compositions uh, written, then I have to find how to, like in this situation, get to the recording studio. So now you have to deal with. Uh, external problems and uh, you know external problems are can be um, so bad that there's no way out which we have all experienced with the virus that all of a sudden 
so much hard work, you know, like like uh, a Japanese tour we put together. We worked on it for a whole year. Five hour program, A, a, a set, a B set, um, would have been the biggest tour in um, in Japan up to date. And uh, with Simon Phillips on drums and Boulder Shop on drums and and uh, uh, you know it it, it 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 was just like a slap in the face when we had to cancel it. But what can you do? You have to cancel, even though you worked, you know, you prepared for it for a whole year because it was, I mean, such a big program. I mean, so many songs that uh, if you want to be peak performance, you know, you have to really um, keep at it. And, and, uh, and <laughs> when you actually get to the point that you feel really comfortable and you're ready to do the tour and then it gets, gets canceled, what are you going to do? It's a slap in the face. And many musicians have experienced that themselves. Uh, but, you know, we all cope with these kind of things differently. But uh, I, I, like I said, I live in the now, and and uh, I I just you know in in 2019 I had an idea to uh, do the uh, 50th anniversary of Michael Schenker uh, with musicians, fans, and friends, and then uh, it's so hard to put the musicians together worldwide. Um, I, I, it went on and on, and then I lost the time. I, I, I actually gave up during the 50th anniversary. And then my agent said, but Michael, the album came out in 72. And so I said, ah, so I've got two years. And uh, so it gave me hope again. Then I decided, well, let's, Michael, let's just put a humble uh, 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 50th anniversary together with a compact band, find a singer, who sings all the songs, a whole band that 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 will play, no guests, and uh, and then the virus changed everything again and brought me back to where I started in 2019. But this time, everything happened by itself. I mean, the, the whole structure of my middle plan of a compact, humble 50th anniversary became a blessing. I mean, what happened on the way with all of these um, destructions, you know, like, like uh, calling up Ronnie, um, are you ready to sing? I'm sorry, I can't. I, 14, 14 days quarantine, I can't afford this. And I'm in Bulgaria, the, the borders are blocked and locked. And I said, okay, uh, we said, uh, don't worry about it, we call you up. And then you have to find, and then what now? You know, and, and uh, like Amy, my partner, she's a bass player, she's a very good taste, and uh, um, uh, is a music consumer. And, and I haven't been listening to music for 50 years, so I asked her, do you have an idea? We are stuck with Ronnie. And she said, well, what do you think of Wild Shippers? Uh, I said, okay, I trust you. And I said to Michael Foss, my co-producer, what do you think of Wild? He said, absolutely. 
And then next day they were recording and another song. Then we called Ronnie again. And I'm sorry, still I can't do the 40 days quarantine. And 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 okay, don't worry, we call you back, uh, Michael. What? What we're gonna do now? What do you think of Julian Turner? So oh, Julian Turner, one of my favorite singers. He's a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, do you have a connection? She said, absolutely. The next day, they were recording. And another song. So that was four songs less for, for Ronnie. And then Michael Frost came up with some, uh, with a beautiful melody for a power ballad I wrote. And another song that was unusual. And what he was singing to it was so perfect. I said, Michael, you have to sing those two songs. I cannot imagine anybody else doing this. And so that was six songs less for Ronnie. And, and, then, and then eventually Ronnie uh, was available. And then, um, of course, he did a fantastic job, uh, you know, Night of the Dead and uh, uh, Sail the Darkness and Come On Over, uh, In Search of the Peace of Mind, and then the bonus track where he's singing on. And, uh, and you know, and all the musicians, they trickled in, you know, they heard about the 50th anniversary. Brian Titchy calls up and says, like, I offer Michael, I'm a fan, I offer Michael six six drum trucks. They said, what? You know, <laughs> where is this coming from? Uh, then he calls up Michael Frost again a few minutes later, said, a, a, a buddy of mine, Derek Sheranian, from Dream Theater, he, he's also a fan. He wants to make a, a, a contribution. I said to Michael Frost, "What are we going to do with with, with a, a, a heavy duty keyboard player like 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 that?" Hi, he is a top ten. I mean, I purposely put all my guitars down myself this time to make sure that it was more, you know, Michael Schenker and uh, and asked Steve Mann, you know, who is the keyboard player, just you know, to do some. Little, little bit of coloring on the keyboards, but not making it too obvious. And he create, uh, and he he he. he uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word? I'm lost now. Um, and, and he uh, accepted, and and then uh, and so I said to Michael Frost, "What are we gonna do?" You know, he said, "Why don't you do a guitar keyboard jam?" Guitar keyboard jam. I've never done this before. He said, "Well, you know, it's your 50th anniversary. It would be great to do something new, something you haven't done before." And I got excited. I said, "Like you're right. You know, let's do it." When I heard the out, when I heard the outcome, it became thrill to kill. Uh, I never heard Ralph singing before. I, I never knew there was a vocal on this planet that sounds like that, <laughs> and. And when I heard the outcome of the guitar keyboard jam on In Search of the Peace of Mind, I, I was absolutely shocked. I mean, sorry, uh, yeah, that, well, I'm sorry, the, 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 the tree to kill. I was absolutely shocked. I, I, I said to myself, how is all of this happening? And you know what I'm saying is, it's actually step-by-step -step work, you know, always trying to find a way around the hurdles um, that are in the way of, of your plan. So, in other words, Michael, it's okay to make a plan, but the external world 
It's still unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen around the corner. And, uh, and so I have a plan, but I don't insist that this plan has to be this plan. I always leave space open for possibilities. And I tell you, I feel absolutely blessed. It's like a gift from heaven, you know, um, saying, Michael, this is what we give you uh, for your 50th anniversary, for staying true to yourself for some, for 50 years. We're not selling out, not, you know, uh, I mean, I declined Ozzy Osbourne. I love Ozzy Osbourne. I, I, you know, I, Deep Purple, all these guys, you know, that asked me to join them. But uh, in my middle years, I became, you know, I wanted to be an experimental artist. And so I did acoustic instrumentals, electric instrumentals, and cover versions, and played with so many great musicians. And, and I was completely fulfilled, you know. And also, there was the title In Search of the Peace of Mind, which was the theme of my life, uh, looking for fulfillment, peace, and, and contentment. And uh, it, it was the first music I ever wrote as a 15-year-old, um, and and it was the first uh, note I put on a record ever, and uh, it, it was a, a, a solo in there. I have no clue where it came from because you can hear on the rest of Lonesome Crow that uh, I am an amateur, 15 years old, I'm developing, but why is this lead break so perfect? I would never change a note in a thousand years. You know, and, 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 and up to this day, I don't know where this lead break came from uh, in comparison to the rest of the other solos. And uh, and so, basically, um, this song had to be the highlight, I mean, the, 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 the 50th anniversary of celebration song to be re-recorded, but making it an epic and very special. And it turned out so fantastic. And, and and basically, my whole life uh, has been Michael. Oh, everything always starts with Michael Schenker, and that's why everything you know, it's it's everything is Michael Schenker group. That's why I say for the upcoming tour, um, you know, Michael Schenker, fiftieth uh, anniversary, immortal, performed by the current MSG Michael Schenker group because MSG stands for Michael Schenker group, not. Everybody knows that. And then people are so confused, uh, you know, with so many lineups I had. But uh, I have subtitles like Michael Schenker's Temple of Rock, Michael Schenker's Fest. And so each one is a subtitle that uh, helps to understand what actually happened in, in those different Michael Schenker group stages. And uh, so Michael Schenker's Temple of Rock, for instance, you know, it's uh, with, with Hermann Rabel and Francis Buchholz, uh, uh, ex-Scorpions, and uh, Dougie White from, from Rainbow, ex-Rainbow, and uh, my Schenker Fest, the 80s original uh, singers, singing to my original compositions. And uh, we even had the Macaulay Schenker Group. <clears throat> and the Macaulay Schenker Group was only called Macaulay Schenker Group because I gave Robin the M to keep the MSG. That's <laughs> why I gave him the M. And I didn't care if I had the first M or not, because it, it's not important to me. But, uh, but the essence of the, the matter is that uh, everything starts from within myself. 
And that's why I always make sure that, uh, you know, I, 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 I always be the one that starts the beginning of a composition so it stays my Kushenka. The new album, Immortal, which, by the way, is absolutely phenomenal. It's a great album. I mean, this whole album, <laughs> it's just as a miracle. It's a miracle. How, how it came about, you know, it, it just all triggered in by itself. And then Simon Phillips showed up and I mean, it, it was just like, like, how is this possible? And that's why I say it feels like it's a gift from heaven. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't even take credit for it. You know, I, I, I feel like it's a gift and, and I didn't do anything other than do my part. When you're dealing with this process and putting this album together, and there's a lot of things that you know you're you're you you mention it's chaotic, it's chaos, and you get to the final product, you get to finish the record. Did you feel that this record was maybe more satisfying to you because of all the things that you had to do and all the circumstances that happened? It, it, for me, it's like a complete. A, a completed cycle, not the end of my career, but it started with In Search of the Peace of Mind and it ends with In Search of the Peace of Mind for the reasons I told you. After going through all these things and you get to the finished product, you know, was there was there a, a, a deeper sense of satisfaction at the end of this record? Like, ah, uh, you know. Well, like I said, like I said, uh, it's a blessing. I'm absolutely shocked with the result. When you compare it to other albums, you know, everybody, every artist looks at their catalog that they've done, and each album means something different for them, right? You know, it was a period of time, and songs were written, and songs came out, and compositions were different. And now you look at this album, Immortal. It was recorded during a pandemic. There were all these obstacles that you had to overcome. When you... It was you. You mentioned it's a blessing, but when you think and you compare it to the other records, will you always maybe look at that album different and know what you had to go through to finish this recording? Everything I do is based on circumstances, right from the beginning of my life, and uh, it just goes step by step and deal with what is in front. And uh, it's it's a complete development. Uh, every period cannot be compared with uh, today because each moment has got its own set of circumstances, uh, externally, internally. And uh, as you go and develop, you just keep going and keep going so that the whole thing is a journey it's a it's a, it's a cycle it's a completed cycle of a a a um okay michael you did 50 years staying true to yourself and this is the result of your first song that you ever put on the record and this is 
the last record of a 50 years anniversary that completed it so perfectly uh, that you cannot compare moments, you know, you cannot compare 1987 with 1988 because every year has, has different situations. And uh, you cannot compare it with uh, uh, 2020 when all of a sudden the virus shows up, you know. So, so it's it's all a, a, a life experience internally and externally, and you deal with it. And uh, to me, it's all a journey as an artist that stayed true to himself. Uh, not selling out and and complete and you have to live a lifetime to make a reality I mean you can't just say when you are 15 years old this is what I'm going to do um, to somebody um, I mean of course I didn't know that <laughs> that that you know, it would all go that way because you you learn as you go to understand or to um, just develop. And uh, when you get to this point, I, I'm absolutely amazed how, and, and I think because I'm the kid in the sandbox, not comparing, competing, looking for fame, looking for money, not taking from trends. And if anything, I created trends. I created more than one trend. You know, my 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 record company was saying to me, Marco Steiger said, like, if you wouldn't have been Michael, um, uh, he would have never been. Nuclear Blast would have never been. Trash Metal would have never been. David uh, David Stang said to me. When I heard what you did on Phenomenon, I, I never heard anything like that. Kirk Hammett said, when I heard Lonesome Crow, I never heard anything like that. And I explained to them why. You know, it's because uh, it's from within, being Michael Schenker. And that's, you know, how how you can be yourself and original. And, uh, and that's how I continued throughout my whole life, always being myself. And so, of course, in life, we have to go through crisis. I call crisis a teacher that teaches um, learning from mistakes. Right from when you are a baby, you fall over, you become a toddler, you do stupid things. (laughs) (laughs) It just just goes on and on and on. But you, you move on. You move on and you learn and you learn and make mistakes and and so on, but but the essence of yourself is always the same. Um, you know, the 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 if you go by your inner self, um, if you go by the outer, if you look for confidence, I mean, some people don't have the confidence to be themselves, uh, and, uh, and 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 many people just want to be want to have overnight success, and uh, you know, just want a piece of the pie of a trend that makes money and. And, uh, but, you know, if that makes you happy, go ahead, you know, but for me, it was being Michael Schenker. I love how 
the journey is very important to you. You know, whether it's you living your life or whether it's how it involves the creative process, because a lot of people try to force things. A lot of people, you know, try to to make something and force it rather than just let it come natural. And one of the things that I've learned about you today is how the process of going on a journey and allowing yourself to organically follow your path and do it with authenticity is is just remarkable. How how do you maintain that viewpoint? I, I think it's just me. I mean, you know, we are we are all born um, as individuals, and we are who we are. <laughs> and I am who I am. Did you find that your process in going on these journeys? Because every every time you involve yourself in being creative, it's another journey. Did you, when you look back on your life, especially in music? Was it always like that from the very beginning? Or was that something that became later on? Did it, did it grow more? Did it become stronger in terms of your need to go no, on a journey? It was, no, it was all about the passion of putting three notes together, creating goose pimples. And that's all I have done my whole life. It's, it's really, I, I just... It's so refreshing to hear that because, you know, for someone like yourself who has been, has reached the top, you know, of the mountain and continues to be one of the greatest influences on guitar, for you to still have that mentality every time you are making music and making compositions, a lot of people, you know this, right? A lot of people, you know, your your age that have been in this business for a while, kind of just mail it in, right? They just kind of come in and they just do it, whatever they need to do, and they, and, they, and they do their job and they get out. Where you, and I love that, that you really involve, you really commit yourself every time you're doing something. Every time I do something, I go to my inner spring of infinite creativity, um, being who I am. And that's all I do. I know this is a tough question for a lot of people, but as we look towards the future with, you know, 2021, we still don't know what's going to happen here. We don't know if there's going to be live music. What is your viewpoint? Is it, you know, it'll happen when it happens. Do you, do you have a plan in place for when it does? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? We have a plan, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you have to accept. And as far as, you know, I know a lot of people who have been recording over this past year during the pandemic, they recorded a lot, and they did a lot of writing, and they did a lot of production. A lot of people have stated that they've got material for more, you know, very soon after. Was that the process for you? <laughs> Never. You know, when it's time for me to make an album, I sit down and I write 10, 11 songs and that's it. Do you find that it, 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 helps, your, it helps your focus when the, with the journey that you're on? 
no point in 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 doing something ahead of time because first of all you don't know if you're still alive tomorrow <laughs> that's true and you live in the you live in the now and that's the best you can do be yourself your true self and do what you feel in the moment you need to be doing yeah that's so interesting cuz i I had a discussion, a conversation with Glenn Hughes a couple months ago, and he mentioned the same thing. He talked about being in the moment. He talked about never getting ahead of yourself and just being present rather than, you know, trying to look towards the future and trying to be something that you're not. And it sounds like, you know, you two kind of come from that same school of thought. Yeah, I'm sure there are, there are, people on this planet who think like that and uh, you know which is very refreshing because it always injects um, you know uh, a freshness to the, to current trends and uh, and but but you know not necessarily everybody uh, well many people may live in the now but but um, uh, there are people who live in the now are also living with a trend. Yeah, and you know, you try to keep up with the trends, you lose sight of the journey, right? If you're always trying to chase a trend, Absolutely. you know, you you lose sight of who you are, rather than being your own self and being within yourself. You have to know who you are. Whatever, there's nothing right, nothing wrong. You know, who are, you are who you are, and you have to ask yourself, who am I? What makes me happy? And so if you want to go for a trend uh, or copy or whatever, be a patchmaker, you know, take from every guitarist the bit bits and pieces. Nobody ever notices anyway because people never, other than guitarists themselves, they, they, they maybe know. But I don't even know because I haven't been listening to music for 50 years. So, you know, it's, it's, you can be in the now, in the trend. If you, if people keep taking from the trend and it makes them happy, God bless them, you know. But in the end of the day is, are you content, fulfilled at the end of your life and you know be careful what you wish for <laughs> you might get there and find out it's not what you wanted uh, that's the problem and so um, money and success and fame and trends and piece of the pie is very tempting for most people um, temptation is a big problem, but if you feel more comfortable being a kid in a sandbox, just play and discover, you, you, you have more of a chance to be fulfilled at the end of your life. And you have to live a lifetime in order to get the result of it. I imagine, too, during this pandemic, 
it's forced people to live in the now because that's all you can really do at this point, right? Absolutely. You know, there's there's the future, but you, no one knows what that's going to be like. So enjoy what's around you. Enjoy your surroundings. And maybe it's helping people with this, you know, out of something bad, something good always happens. And maybe with this pandemic, it, it, it's helping people revisit things that maybe they've forgotten about or maybe they forgot about themselves. I heard that. I heard that somebody saying to me, uh, which I found incredibly interesting because it's a cleansing process. It could be a cleansing process. I don't want to, you know, make the virus a, a great thing, you know, but let's not say the virus, but problems, crisis, you know. The, um, my, my partner had a, had a, a, a girlfriend and uh, the moment she discovered she had cancer, her whole being changed. All of a sudden, life looked completely different. And, you know, and, 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 and smaller problems do the same thing. You know, so, so every time, uh, that's why our co-crisis uh, teachers, because without them, we're not learning anything. And and, uh, and 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 we have to cope. You know, it's it's a bit like a hurdle. You know, in order to train your muscles and stuff like that, you have to jump hurdles. Or you know, it it it's just like um, with no obstacles, there is nothing to beat to to overcome. You know, it's like overcome. I've got two tattoos. One is called. Uh, oh, I've got more than one. Uh, I mean, not that many, <laughs> because I only did it in a two-month period uh, uh, 20 years ago. But one one says, born to be uh, free, and what the other tattoo says, born to overcome. The one that conquers himself conquers more than the one who conquers the world. And that is a fact. Well, Michael, it's been a great conversation. I could talk to you about this stuff forever because I love the spiritual side of someone's being and also the spiritual side of being create, creative. And uh, I, I thank you for this conversation because it was a lot different than I'm, I'm used to. And thank you for that. Thank you for listening. And thank you for the interview. Everybody, that's Michael Shanker. Get the new MSG album, Immortal. It's fantastic. It's definitely one of his best. And I, I don't uh, usually say that if I don't mean it, but it's a great album. Go out and get it. And I'm Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.